Podcast. So welcome to everyone to the fourth episode of the Front Row Media Podcast. Um, I'm excited for this one because I have an actual super exciting guest with me who I'll introduce in a second. Um, this is actually our first episode with like increased production before we'd kind of have these conversations virtually. So it's the first time we're actually having the conversation in like a, a dope space. So the location is actually Workshop 17 in, in Cliff Street. Um, but to maybe speak more about the guest that we have, her name is Robin. Um, she has her own brand called Sentry, and I'll actually maybe just pass it over to you. So, hey, yeah. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Fantastic. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah. Your space <laughs> is in It's a dope space, yeah. actually, I'm not going to lie. Like, it's, it still has a bit of work, but like, yeah. So, maybe would you mind telling, like, the guests or the listeners, like, your name and your surname, maybe, like, where you're from, okay. and, like, what you do. So my name is Robin Agalis, yeah. and I am from Cape Town, mm-hmm. born and raised, and um, I own a brand called Sinchui. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so like it's Sinchui. Yes. Yeah, I saw your guys' Instagram bio, and it was like Sin, and then it was like, I think they pronu- pronounced it like Sin Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. yeah, that well, helped a lot. People were like, at first, people were like, how do you, how do you say the name? I said Sinchui, like right now. I didn't <laughs> say Sinchui, so like I was kind of like one of the wrong people, but I feel you. But it's just, yeah, the name, I kind of went for something that, you know, stuck to yeah. me. And I felt that, like, people will get to know the name. You sure. Know? Um, that's why I, I wrote it, like, the way it's pronounced. Yeah. Chewy. Yeah. Which, which helps a lot. And then, like, I actually messed up your surname when I was speaking to, like, um, Caddy and Wesley earlier on. I was like, um, Robin Agalis. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Is it correct? Yeah, Agalis. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so I, was, I was waiting for you to say it first <laughs> before I actually say it. Oh, okay, cool. So then you said you're born and raised here in Cape Town. Yeah. Where in Cape Town? So I'm from the northern suburbs. Okay, where's that? Goodwood. So Goodwood. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's where I where I'm from. Like, well, when I was born, I was yeah. born in Mitchell's Plain, sure. and then I stayed there till I was about four years old. Sure. And then my parents moved to Goodwood. Okay, cool. So I was you know, primary school, high school, got you, university, everything yeah. inside of the world. And then, like, I kind of like wonder then where the 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 fashion bit comes in, you know. So let, you're raised in Cape Town, born and raised in Cape Town, um, and how did you eventually d- decide to go into fashion or fashion design? Um, what what kind of spurred that on? So growing up, I think it was, you know, when I was younger, um, I grew up like. Yeah, you know, played outside. That okay, sort cool. Of thing. You're an active kid, basically. Yeah, and um, and you know, as we got introduced, and we first was SABC one, two, three. Yeah, of course. We got introduced to like MTV yeah. and that sort of thing. So yeah. fashions like that love started when I first found Missy Elliott. Eh? I was Missy like, Elliott. Oh, that's an actual. Yo, you, so that's early two thousands, right? Yeah. I can't. I was like, I was primary school. Yeah. Um, I went to, I remember going to a, um, a dress-up party and we, sure. the theme was like, like, guys are like hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to dress like Mercy Elliott, so I think that's where the love started. Sure. Um, and then it was, you know, Pharrell Williams. Of course. And I saw like... Neptunes. Billionaire Boys Club. Gotcha. And that's where I was like, I love, like, 
this is cool that's know? and that's such an out there like um time of like street fashion especially yeah. like it's like nigo yeah like like type i think that's where the that's where it's it started yeah without like, me really like knowing that okay you know fashion okay cool but i also i come from a background of fashion you know my grandmother really? worked in she worked um for factory that made clothing that sorry they produced um underwear okay um and then my mother as well she works in the fashion industry so i mm. grew up like you grew up around yeah, it so it wasn't too it, much so of like a shock yeah. or when it essentially came about like when you were let's say it took me it took me a while to then figure out that i want to be in fashion sure um you know i always have this doubt about my ability like yeah i, don't draw. I still can't do up until today yeah I, it's <laughs> actually crazy because like it took me going to fashion school i didn't do fashion design but in my honors there and interacting with fashion students and most of them actually didn't know like or didn't even care to know how to sketch i think it used to probably be like something which is required but yeah. i don't think it is anymore eh? well i mean for your first year it is required oh yeah that you you know you need to sketch and the, that sort of thing but when you do your own brand when you leave school it's kind of like yeah. whatever as, your system as you, is. as you go about you end up doing you know a more digital work yeah um but for me it was also like i always had this doubt like you know you can't draw so don't go and apply for i got you design. and it's also really expensive you know yeah i had a similar thing though i had a similar thing because like i didn't come from a fashion background okay. like i did an economics degree and i was working like a corporate job yeah but like i knew for a fact that my trajectory was fashion yeah so it's a thing of like but this when you're applying and stuff i'm like hey i want to do my honors in fashion and they're like you didn't even do your undergrad in fashion dude like you yeah. know what i'm saying like well, how can you prove to us you know that you're you're capable basically in avenues in fashion you know yeah so i think like, that's the nice thing yeah. about it though. like for me i actually started um i studied politics at Really? Yes. Where did you study politics? I would not have guessed that actually. <laughs> it was not something that I was like wanting to really do. Yeah. But, you know, um it's easy to pick. My my family was like, No, you, you pass to go to university, go to university. Cool. You know? And I feel like sometimes like our families are you know, they would they don't really the creative option is not really there. It's never the option. It's like no, like you know, you need to it's go and do like business or something. I literally like. still don't think that some of my family members don't like they don't know what I do. Yeah. Like I, I and I think like I've explained it, they've seen it, but it still doesn't register as like a career path. Yeah. It's kinda like a hobby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like like okay, cool, but what's I doing? Like what's your actual job? I I'm suppose like, until like hopefully we are this generation that can show that we can make money from it and I think we are change you know I think we are um so I definitely see yeah that, you know for the future like with our generation um but yeah that Got was you. me um studying politics yeah I was like no this is not for me so I worked I worked in corporate I worked did you work in corporate yes I worked for all mutuals oh for real yo shout out yeah. like <laughs> bro, if you were, I, I probably i can even guess probably the job that you did like yeah. <laughs> literally so i get you that was definitely that and it's definitely different but different parts different parts it was like you know just just trying to find my place you know, sure to find like and it takes some time along and things like that so it took it took time um but i think yeah and i worked for my my family business as well sure we have a business that's in in the clothing sector as well. okay cool um, like i don't know like you probably diverted like 
like a lot purely because everything seems as if it's destined for you from your family to everything to go in this direction and then you opted to go politics like which is that direction so i'm pretty sure like a lot of when you eventually decided to go to fashion school um that was kind of like you then following what you maybe like school, meant to actually, do fashion school yeah i didn't actually have plans to go to fashion school it just mm. happened you know um i was studying clothing and textile technology first okay and um you know i studied two years yeah and i completed the two years and was about to move over to the third year sure but you know life happens things happen life always happens <laughs> literally um so i took a bit of like uh i failed the subject yeah and you know and then i was like okay let me I have to do this one subject over for that mm. whole year, so let me do a short course. And I actually ended up at fashion school um, to do a short course, and then why did you start in fashion design? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, because it's expensive. Like this is my situation. It's very expensive. <laughs> Literally. So I got actually offered like a bursary from CTCFB. Okay, cool. Um, and then Cape Town College of Fashion, fashion Design, right? Yeah, got you. So that's when everything started for me. I feel like that's when I was like, you know, someone else has seen something in me that I can't see. Really. Yeah. And that's why I was like, okay, this is what I need to do. And from my first year to my third year, I loved it. I, yeah. Yeah, that's why I also like really discovered like what I want to create as a designer as well. I think then like that's that's super interesting. And when I want to know like when does the the merge of purely because like I. I know your brand, right? And maybe, for example, for a lot of like audience or listeners who may have been interacted with it, like it's it's super inspired by like Japanese silhouettes. Yeah. Well, I would say and this is again like my personal opinion. Um, it's inspired by like Japanese silhouettes. Like, I mean, just from essentially like the name, or let me not say Japanese silhouettes alone. Let me just say travel. Like, it just feels like those clothes weren't essentially just made to only exist in South Africa. It seems like, I don't know, like, you meant to travel with them, you meant to wear them overseas, or maybe, like, that's where you got the inspiration from. So, like, where do you feel as if the merge came, or is there even a merge, you know, with, like, overseas travel, or with, like, an, an overseas aesthetic with, with Sintry? I think, so, so, I actually, I had plans, like, I've, I've traveled before I've traveled like to Thailand I've traveled to Australia yeah when I was in Australia I had a layover in Hong Kong yeah um, for a day and I it's got, a good place to have a layover yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got completely <laughs> lost and stuff like that and I just told myself I need to come back yeah you know? um, and then when I started studying I said you know before I you graduate or before I do my third year I just wanna, I just wanna travel. I just wanna go to Hong Kong. I wanna see shit. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna save up. Um, you know, I just want like, I just wanna be inspired. Mm. Like, I, w- I mean, I'm inspired by Cape Town. I'm inspired by the people. It's I'm a different kind of inspiration, though. Like, it's only wanna, seeing Cape Town and like, you know. Go over. Yeah. Like, just experience something different. I wanna meet people, network. I just wanna go and just love like a local forward. you sound like me you sound like me when i'm moaning that i have to go somewhere but i don't know where to my friends i'm like i just feel like i need to go somewhere but it's just like yeah i need to pack know? my bags and go somewhere i'm not sure where but like i need to go somewhere so yeah so i i mean i saved up i worked in the film industry on my holidays i yeah whatever i could to you know save up and you know make it possible um and but i've always had this love for um Japanese yeah. street style, you know, when mm. it comes like I used to read this book called um, The Streets of Harajuku. 
yeah and you would see like how fashion like started like in like you know say 1990 like yeah how it evolved like how people the dress up and, yeah. and like why they dress up and like why there's this different um you know cultures around Harajuku yeah. like they just do it differently there and like it's like they really take it serious it's like a serious consideration for like you know just fashion in general and like, it's also like there's not one specific style you know? yeah. there's not one specific look or anything like that it's yeah. I can wear this coat and there'll be like five other people with a coat but it's just so differently exactly um, and that's what I like about it I like that it's like can be unique can be yourself yeah um and yeah so my band is inspired by like that street style that mm-hmm. um it is inspired by the japanese silhouette the yeah. attention to detail and you I have a lot of attention to detail to your to your i i implore everyone after this podcast <laughs> to go have a look but like yeah. you have a you have a tremendous amount of detail to your garments and i think that's one of the things which if i can say my honest opinion which differentiates you from and i think we'll speak about that a bit more later on because i wanted there was a global competition you were involved in wasn't it yeah so it doesn't doesn't surprise me that you're even involved in that purely because like just those super like tech driven as well like a lot of technology i can see is incorporated in it and i mean like that immediately sets it like apart i think that was like with my third year um, collection yeah I just plan to push boundaries, you know. I didn't want to create this retail-ready collection because mm. this is the one time that I'm graduating. This is the one time that it's I... It's good that you it. didn't because, like, <laughs> the way things are setting up right now yeah. is kind of like retail apocalypse low-key, yeah. you know, so... So, I just as if... I, and I, I feel that, um, you know, people in Cape Town, Joe Book, Dover, and everybody's yeah. just, like, dressing and they, they wake up in the morning and they're like, what am I wearing today? It's all yeah. about, like, you know, what they're wearing and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, so with my with my um, graduate collection, mm. I pushed the fact that... What did you title your graduate collection? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's something, it's something like so technology. It was, yeah, it was, it was tech. It was like yeah. tactility, which is okay. more... Okay. Oh, tactility. Tech. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry, a mixture of tech and utility. Okay. Um, and this was a trend that I also found, so I decided. Yo, you found when was that? Which which year was your graduate collection? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay, well, like you kind of found it, like because everything is tech nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Everyone wants to kind of like, like you know, even like like from like a street style perspective, like your Carhartt, your Dickies, for example. Like that's what you know, like Solomon's is like that's the whole vibe and stuff. So for you to have been on like the whole tech, the utilitarian like back back then and stuff you know it's it's kind of a bit ahead of where people because we're only about crazy about that shit like now and it's 2021 now yeah. you know like <laughs> <laughs> but i think with that i'm always um like so the inspiration behind it was also instagram mm. and i feel like the world's on one page yeah know? we have people in fact new york following your page you have yeah. people in the uk you have people from all over we following other people's pages yeah people are looking to africa yeah um they're looking to south africa a thousand percent and we've had so many like amazing local brands that have been in id they've been in yeah IDs, all of those dazed things. everywhere so um so that's amazing so for me like the world is on one page when it comes to yeah Instagram, you know 
what would you then when then speak about and this is maybe to speak about like maybe not even just the brand but what the brand and yourself have achieved so i saw that you were also like a design endeavor creative right um how does that process of selection even come about do you apply for that um and then like even you being selected is that like what is that what does that actually mean what does it mean to become like a design endeavor creative so you have to apply. Okay. <laughs> Step number one. First apply, guys. Yeah. everything. Whatever, sure. Whatever you find um, on the internet, competitions, especially for design students. Yeah. Um, it's, it's tough, though. It's so, it's so important to yeah. apply. And your first two years, mm. once you've graduated, those are the years where there's a lot of competitions for graduates. Mm. Um, and it's just a time frame in which you can apply. Yeah. I know with the designing double they take on not only graduates, yeah. people that have businesses, people that yeah. Because I, I saw like there's one one actual homie like in the in your cohort, I think it was I think it's Silky Lavender. Oh yes. Yeah yeah yeah. So shout out to him if he's watching. <laughs> yo like I just yeah. like yo the homie was just making clothes yeah. and then I was like he also makes music and then I heard like because he produces yeah. and that's I, so I didn't know him like um through like the clothes but it was more through the production of music and then I saw his bow I was like designed it about creator I was like what. So I know it's very, it's very like wide and holistic yeah, we, pool. Mean, I've all, I've been going to the design dabba like for years. Yeah. When I was at the convention center as well. Oh yeah. Know, um, I would go and I was very inspired by yeah. what people were creating. Um, you, the, the, I mean the seminar in itself, like, because yeah. I haven't been to it, I've but never, I've already I've seen never, passing by. I've never been to like the seminar. The sure. First time was. But I mean, you you went to the one that you're yeah. like. But I've always been to like you know going to see like what yeah. you have and yeah the exhibitions and, and going to the exhibition and stuff like that. Um. So when I I applied and mm. you know I got chosen, I was I was over the moon. I was yeah. Like, oh, this is Were you in your third year or something when you got chosen? Or? Um. So I got chosen. So it was after my third year. Sure. So this was twenty twenty. Oh, so they essentially seen your graduate. Yeah. You had actually done like the whole graduate collection yes. vibe. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. So, so I applied with my graduate collection. Sure. Um, and then... Tactility. Yes. Okay, cool. And that was about, like, innovation, having um, technology into garments and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I applied and I got chosen and I was... Oh, I mean, it's a big thing, yeah, dude. It it's not a, it's not a small thing by any means. It like. was such an amazing experience as well. And yeah. And that was the last time that... I mean, COVID also just yeah. Oh, was that your 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 guys here was the last one where it actually happened? Yes. Eh? Yes. Fuck. So that was like the start when we heard like all these cases were happening. There was no cases in Cape Town. Didn't that like dampen the the moment a bit? Like, cause I'm pretty sure like you just got announced and everything, and then not really. I mean, the, the or was there a bit of a gap? It's still the um, designing job still took place. You know? Yeah. It was. We still got to experience everything. It was. All the creatives I got to meet with, yeah, like, that was amazing. Also, you know, we still have our group. We still like, really, like, yeah, we still. Yo, you, still you guys really liked each other, eh? Yeah, we're still connecting with each other. I feel like that's important. It's like, super important. You have to connect with, um, yeah, peers in the creative community. Yeah, a thousand percent. And then, so going on from the design, like in Daba, like bits, like then, I don't know. I, want, I don't want to ask you about two programs, like that back in one another but then like maybe just chat about the i saw the, the great africa shivas 
um, program. Like, and purely for maybe for me first, because I really want to understand. Like, and because I don't know really what the program encompasses, yeah. some of like a layman's terms. And like, I first of all, just maybe see like um, a great Africa, for example, collaborate with Shivas. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think it's very encouraging to see. It's encouraging to see just like how bigger brands are able to take a chance more on creativity. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that more than anything is, it opens a lot of doors. So like, maybe just like, what does the, what, what did that program, like what was that program and so, stuff? So, Shivas Regal, yeah. It's a collaboration between Great Africa sure. and Shivas Regal. And Zaid Osman. Yeah. You know, and for those who don't know, like Zaid and, and Great Africa. Sneak Exchange. Cool. Um, so Zaid, that it was Sneak Exchange and sure. Great Africa. Um, he decided to bring along four apprentices, you know. Um, okay. Share his knowledge, share yeah. his, um, like mentorship. his platform as mm. well with four um up and coming um, brands, yeah, four really dope, amazing people. You're as well. Super dope. Like I saw the I saw the selection like of yeah. people and stuff. I was like, that is. So <laughs> he chose well. So <laughs> okay. it was, yeah. So that happened, and we got a call, and um, you know they were like, okay, cool. This is going to be a life changing opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just. You know, we got flown to Joburg. We had a launch in Joburg. Yeah. Oh, was the launch in Joburg? Okay, cool. The launch was in Joburg. And so what it entails is Shivers, we're creating a um, nine-piece capsule collection. Oh, I did not know that. That's dope. So Collaboratively. So, so that's why you guys are always like on Instagram, like late nights and like stuff like that, because you guys are actually working on like yeah, so we fire. On Shout out Shivers. Um, capsule collection. Yeah. Once the launch happened, we then we went. We were all living in Cape Town for three weeks. Yeah. So we stayed in Cape Town for three weeks. Um, Great Africa hosted um, workshops as well. So we hosted workshops. We had like David Clale come in. Spoke Dope. Us. I think I saw he, he opened a new flagship in Cliff Street, right? Yes, I saw. Yes. I saw the other day actually. So you know he came to speak to us. Um, Zaid shared his knowledge about Great Africa. Um, it was such an amazing opportunity. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was really, it was amazing because we all just got to connect. We all got Like, to that's go. the dopest thing. And I, I don't know, man, I just, I, I, I only knew you well, from your brand and Lindy Iwe, yes. like with Sele, because like, of course, I've got a couple of Sele items in my, <laughs> in my closet. And it's, so it's myself, Lele, yeah. and then Josh, he owns a band called Very, Very, very very sorry and i got introduced to it and through like because i saw like all you guys together and huh? stuff you know what Social i'm saying <laughs> exactly yeah and then there was and then this um Sabelle, which him and his partner over richmond scape bro that was like the craziest thing oh shout out to richmond scape i'd love to also get them on the podcast yes. purely because like i saw you're in durban right yes. I like I I haven't seen like dope stuff coming out of there like in Durban for you know what I'm saying like and not to say that no one else is pushing stuff in Durban but like I don't know I, when I had a look at the Richmond scape and you know just aesthetic from the aesthetic and then from like the decisions you know it's so rare to find a, a streetwear brand where you feel as if they're making the correct decisions yes. like from like the cut of like let's say the sweaters or like the pants to the aesthetic of the brand to where they have it from like and they and it's just like i love yeah i love his brand like 
quality you can see that it's yeah. it's definitely luxury streetwear that's the thing like that's the thing so like it it's super good from like a price point perspective i think oh you guys want to fix the mic but like yeah so um so so you guys are making this nine piece so we yeah so we capsule collection yeah we stayed together in this house for three weeks yeah amazing like you know all the sh- yeah. shivers great africa you know we had yeah. to merge the two together yeah um and yeah the workshops were amazing mm. but yeah we still have a lot more to do with shivers as yeah well. we have a lot more coming up I don't want to give away. <laughs> I'm glad that you don't. But literally, <laughs> shout out. Follow us on like. <laughs> well, I follow you guys now. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish we could find a way of we'll, finding a way of, of even putting the social somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in post edit because that's critical, very, very critical. And I don't know, like, I just think, you know, like the the seller edition for me, like that that for me just shows like the the consideration when you guys are picking yeah. guests because like what really inspired me or like what I really liked from the brand was like just her graphic design yes. background. Yes. Like, just like the typography of like the yes. selling, you know, how she works that into the hoodies and like the tees and stuff. Like, it reminds me of you and of Ambush. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, so in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm like, you, they're taking real consideration when they're picking you guys. Like, it's but cream of the crop for real. It's just like, it's amazing how it all just worked out. Yeah. came together and, um, you know, collaboration is so important. And yeah. For Zay to also share his knowledge and, you know, share his knowledge with us. And, you know, we all come together. It was like literally one big family. Got you. You know, we are a family now. And yeah. Another WhatsApp group. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited, like, yeah. to see, like, the collection at the end of it. Um, yeah. And that kind of thing. I'm excited to see the collection and how you guys also individually just go about your... Yeah your business um and then one thing which we haven't spoken about which i also maybe wanted to to chat about is just the how does it feel then to work in the whole freelance styling space so like the like maybe you tell us more about it actually so i actually i started like i just got into it like i had a yeah. friend that phoned me and she was like someone needs an assistant yeah um, this is what happened and can you do it and yeah i was like okay cool i didn't know what i was getting myself into i was like, seems like a very very big job yeah like a super quite, big job it is, it is a big job um so yeah i just got into that and for me i one the first time i did it i was like oh whoa this is this is cool you yeah know? like but it said attention to detail it's like know you gotta fix things you gotta make sure that it's i'm sure good under pressure as well like because i'm like it moves pretty quickly there i can tell it moves quick um and from there you know i was just like okay i want to do this more you know i want to assist in my holidays like at that time i was in studying fashion design and i was like oh cool that's good exposure as well good exposure i learned a lot in terms Mm. of um you know just like seeing that like okay this is the detail yeah. Following a brief, you know, when you do anything in the film industry, it's not like I can't go and style like my way. Mm. I'm following a brief, you know, we and that's important because yeah, um, when it comes to certain things, we have to learn that we need to follow a brief and we need to like, yeah, you know, 
not just make it your own thing. I had to learn that the hard way at fashion school. Like, and and keep in mind, like when I got there, I'd already done like a whole degree in a different in a different like space. So it was kind of like a thing of now I'm taught a new way, yeah. and the way is you listen to the brief. So you come across even with some dope ass ideas, but like, did you listen to the brief? And if you haven't, then it's kind of like great ideas, bro. Like super dope creativity, but you didn't listen to the brief, and this is what the client wanted. So it's kind of like an F on that. So I, I can assume in the with the film space it would be something very, very similar. Like it's listening to what the client actually wants so over like... What the client wants and yeah. then you obviously take your interpretation of that, mm. put your own little thing to it, and but you give it, you give the client what it, you know... The I have client. to give the client what they want, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I started. And for me it was also just um, to generate income. Yeah. Um, and I mean you're a student like, yeah. at then, like... Like, why I was <laughs> I'm like, that's like exposure, going from, dude. Going from working to studying again. I'm like, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so it was that. And then I I just, you know, made sure that yeah. you know, I would get jobs. Like, I would assist. So, I'm, I'm Who have you assisted? Some, who were some of the people that, like, you, you, you had to, like, or got to work with? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, so I assisted um, Danielle Solomon. She mm-hmm. is a stylist. I've assisted in her quite a lot. Where was she styling? Um, was she doing like some so she, independent she, stuff? She, or? So she she signed with Hero Creative. Okay, cool. Um, no photographer who's actually signed with with Hero Creatives, I think it is. There's a lot of like pe- like agencies. Yeah, like yeah. Um, and then I've worked with um with Erin as well, Erin mm-hmm. Diamond as well, and um yeah, I've worked. So you're working with B Diamond Head. Yes, that like was like the first way. time. <laughs> yeah, also the first time now. How was that? First, it was it was amazing. Yeah. It was like it was so cool to I mean, I appreciate B's work. I've yeah. been inspired. She like she has a super high work ethic. Yeah. yeah. And um and her work was just amazing and you know, I've yeah. followed B on Instagram. Same. I think we all do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when she um when you know, when she she got my details from Erin. Yeah. Erin was supposed to assist her and Erin couldn't do the job and then mm. she phoned me and she was like, Are you ready for it? And I was like, Hell oh, yes. <laughs> Why would I say nah? Um, Are you able to say like who, who the client was? Or is that something which is still within production stuff? Uh, or it's still, yeah, it's got still you. Is it not like film a film stuff though, yeah, right? So it was a commercial. Okay, cool. So oh, it's commercial. Like commercials that um I've worked on. Yeah. Um but yeah, working with B was amazing. I yeah. it was so nice to also just to connect with mm. her and very inspiring as well. And I'm looking forward to also dub yeah. the brand, you know what I'm saying? I'm also so like within like, this, like, yeah, what's so up? What do you think? So yeah. That was like amazing and, um, you know, but the film, it's long hours and stuff like that. But for me, I, I do that because I have a purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, I need to make money in order to fund my brand. Exactly. Um, So that for me is like, that's how it early is. Early morning, late nights, but I'm there, I'm doing the, you know, I'm doing the job because yeah. that's what I make, the money that I make, into my band like it's so crazy because i feel as if we live in one of the very rare countries where like i mean other countries as well i'm not gonna lie but like where you just have to be the creative and then you have to flip the creative hat off and also be the business person because you have to find your collections it's like i mean it's liberating to a certain extent but i mean it gets to a point where it's also like exhausting purely because like everything has to be self-funded like there's no real help like you kind of have to have a job in order so you can fund your stuff you know, even like kind of like really with us, like not necessarily being like designers per se, but like us being in like the fashion media space, 
like that's still that's still the chat so i can imagine like but it must be good pretty because in the fashion assist like you're assisting styling and stuff like it's very very close at least to like what you do yes. you're able the one, one hand can wash the other yeah. like low key you know and also like you know um i learn as well i meet photographers yeah i meet people in the film industry yeah um, i tell everyone about my brand like <laughs> i would piss everyone off I, I, everywhere i go like i'm like i'm doing this work but i'm like yeah, have you seen this though like have you seen that though? <laughs> but like, yes um so so that's where i'm at but Right now, yeah. because I'm, I'm doing the service thing as well, so I'm not taking on too many um, commercial jobs or things like that. So I take when it comes my way, but also I need to balance the time with, you know, I need to also put that energy into my brand as well. Exactly. So then um, moving then on from, from that, what would you say where you're at like right now? Like, what would you say your plans are for, for the future? Like, or do you have any maybe exciting bits that maybe you want to share with people? Or just in general, where your headspace is at, like, so, and stuff, yeah. So, for me, it was, like, I graduated 2019. Yeah. And then COVID happened. Yeah, and for, yeah. As you're about to step <laughs> in and, like, do some shit, and, like, that happens. Um, you know, but then, like, Design Double came along. I mm. had, like, a few. I had, I got... The amazing thing about Design Daba, I really got projects from Design yeah. Daba, like, you know, um, I got to... Oh, like, they're, like, special projects yeah, which like, you can actually undertake. Yeah, like, but also, like, projects that, you know, I did that, yes, you don't really have my name on it, but, like, mm. projects that I made money from. And got you. Um, and... That's dope. Yeah, and that was, like, that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to do things like that, and then I, you know, I did the styling thing, and yeah. then I entered um the global graduate um online the pro yeah so the one which you essentially won for or yeah. texitarian right yeah, so or what you got entered into so because I got, of I got that. shortlisted got so you. I entered I got shortlisted yeah um, I was like one of the only South Africans mm. to have been shortlisted. For me, that how many South Africans were there out of interest? Um, I don't know. I'm not sure how many had entered. Got you. Like got that. you. But I know there was there was in the art there was. Oh. Country, yeah. Name. Oh, but in the fashion design, yeah. probably like you and maybe like a couple of other people. Yeah. So it was it was me and then most people like from the UK from. I know, saw because I browsed the the because I think you have a link in your bio if I'm not mistaken and it takes you to like the the site and stuff. So I saw a lot of them like from like UK like so Central Saint Martins, Hing Hing. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it was like those, and I mean, when I saw the competition because it was an artist thread, and I heard about artist thread, just also like any creatives, fashion, yeah, status, anyone. Like, go and put your, your portfolio in Artistead, you know, like... That actually um, um, kind of, like, moves segues well into the, the last question, which I actually had for you, which was advice that you oh. actually had. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, we were moving in sync. Okay. You can sense. You're moving in the correct direction. But, yeah, like... So, even with that, like, what are those small bits and bobs? Like, people, for example, who are, let's say, watching, like, the show right now, who, like... Well, let's say in a situation that you were in a couple of years ago before you went to fashion school, before you got your exposure, um, but like who are, let's say, eager, you know, to get into it. Or maybe even people who have, you know, like 
just say recently graduated and stuff and they're feeling a bit stuck in terms of what they could do next and stuff especially now during covid you know what what advice would you maybe give to young i don't know fashion creatives you know like like yourself who kind of like want to make want to make waves want to make stuff happen um i think when there's opportunities like yeah where there's competitions especially the first two like after graduating the first two years yeah um intern like what I also learned, especially during the show thing now, is that like you have to reach out to people, you mm. know, um, like go network. Sometimes I'm send a DM, yeah. send a DM, like <laughs> just, literally just send it and um, or send five, whatever gets the job yeah. done. <laughs> but also literally, it's just like putting yourself out there and um, also just finding ways to work with people. You know, mm. collaboration is the way forward as collaboration well. Collaboration is key. Um, you know, there was there was a thing. I'm sorry. I just wanna. Yeah, no stress, no stress. Um, we love, we love, we love the spon- spontaneous wanna, bits. <laughs> I, like there was a thing that I made like the beginning of the year it was like a little mood board thing, and it was. Oh yeah. It was um, competition makes us. Let me just let me just give. Yeah. Oh, but it's like a, oh. makes us uh, faster, but collaboration makes us better. You know. I feel like Robin. I feel like I've heard Robin also. You know of. Oh, well, you're both Robin, yeah. <laughs> like, and Fred's Robin. Yeah, yeah like because she's super, super big. Yeah. Like just like you, she's super big and advocates and seen, for collaboration. I've seen, I've seen Robin's brand like yeah like, start. Oh yeah, grow. Yeah, it's amazing. Like what yeah. friends, like what they're doing, it's like amazing. Well, I'm not even telling you. Like literally, just us being bystanders, merely even, and just seeing like the amount of stuff which has come out over the past. I don't know how, however many like said two years yeah. maybe like even like from lockdown onwards and stuff it's been dope yeah. like it's been dope like just where where even our club and friends were before lockdown and where they are now yeah. i mean they're making baby dungarees now like <laughs> you know what i'm saying it looks fly like you know so all of you guys are actually doing doing super super well but i think like you know for young creators just take whatever opportunity you know, sure Whatever you see, if there's competitions, if there's anything that's running, apply. Apply. You know, um, you never know unless you try, or you never know unless you just take the gamble. For like with the, with the global graduate, for me, I actually missed the initial cut of day. Um, yeah. I had a bit of technical issues and stuff, and I yeah. thought, okay, I'm not gonna apply, and then they extended it. That's and just fate. Before I'm like, you know what? Let me just. Because I had a bit of stuff missing from my portfolio, and I'm like, let me just put it whatever I can. Let me just yeah. put it in. Um, and I, and I, I told myself, I'm, like, I'm probably not going to make it, but like, you know, let me just put it in. Yeah. And when I got the email, I was like, oh, like, you know, I had someone. I from, almost didn't apply. Yeah, I had someone from like, from Gucci that was actually looking at my work. Uh, it's crazy because I saw like the whole, the whole, um, program in itself yeah. the end collaborator funder is yeah. gucci right so that's crazy just being shortlisted like that was just yeah just proved to me as well just for myself that like whatever opportunities are there take it yeah um, you know apply that's that's the best advice that i can give gotcha and also just be yourself you know yeah be you um when you create something like that's what i'm like I'm not trying to be like someone else. I'm yeah. trying to like see, okay, cool, that's working for that person. Let me also do that. Yeah. No, 
I, I have to be true to myself. You know? Exactly. Um, and as a, as a designer, I have to be true to who I am. So um, the things that I create, or the things that I will be creating is mm. a reflection of what I like. Um, and I think a lot of, a lot of fashion students specifically I've, I've come across, like maybe second, third year design students, they struggle with that a lot because the institution, of course, is telling them that this is like the, the playbook for a, for a final year collection. You know, like they were giving them like assignments, maybe, for example, which don't fit the design aesthetic, yeah. which they want to go for in modern day South Africa. And then they're getting to third year. And you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like a bit of like, do I take a knock on some marks and really go for what I wanted to do? Um, or do I like play it very safe and, you know, get the marks on the playbook, but then really do something uninspiring? It's, it's always a, it's a gray area. So it's always a bit like. But I, f- I feel like, um, I feel like when it comes to your, like, you know, in, in second year, they give you briefs, right? Yeah. Towards menswear. Yeah. I've always applied streetwear into the briefs that, I've, that they've given me. I've always... So you were, applied, a bit, you were a bit of a rebel. Yes, I've always <laughs> applied, like, yeah. that. But if, and I've always Principles. been like, okay, cool, I, I can interpret the brief. Yeah. Um, I know what I need to do and stuff. But I need yeah. to also add Robin in it because exactly. it's my design. I hope they're all listening. Fashion <laughs> students, you need to always add a bit of yourself. Like, yeah, literally. add, like... You know, add a bit of you into it. I think, mm. but it's also finding your identity first. Finding I think that's the hardest bit. The hardest bit is takes, like it takes a while. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Even like just in general, like let's say with me and just even my 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 aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like just remembering, like just like really like what inspired me growing up, like like it's which is a lot of like let's say grunge music okay. and like bands bands and stuff like that and then like alternative music and just what is like your, what is your favorite band it's a very hard question <laughs> like i hope no other bands take this very personally okay. but like i'd probably say um i'd probably say radiohead okay i think yeah. i think radiohead but a lot of, i like a lot of old shit though so like joy division um i'd say a lot of david bowie I'm a big David Bowie fan. Yeah. Um, Queen is dope. Yeah, Queen is. Yeah, Queen is fire. Can't it's, it's just like it's dope, like you know, where people get inspiration from. Exactly, because that's where I first saw people like wearing like denim, stonewashed jeans, like black boots, mm-hmm. and like high waisted pants, like with like the vest on, and I'm like with a leather jacket yeah. and with the shades. I'm like, yo, dude, like. Is that how you're pulling up? That looks actually pretty <laughs> dope. Like, no one dresses like yeah. that. So it's that and the music, and that informs, like, you know, like, the aesthetic thereafter and stuff. What, what, which bands do you listen to? <laughs> I realize you've not, not asked. No, I, I just, I ask you, but I'm not, like... Super into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate it. Got I you. Queen, yeah. You know, Your other vibe. Music. I feel like when it comes to music, I can appreciate different types different types you know got you but i think i think yeah like more than anything um that's kind of like what i had in in the bank to ask you first of all thank you for coming thank you for literally you coming to us to our to our space our unifound space and and shooting this with us like i learned a lot about your brand i learned a lot about you um and i just literally want to say even from like a personal perspective you're definitely going very far and yeah like more than anything we're gonna have more guests as well um we're aiming to kind of like have a more continuity with these episodes um so yeah just stay tuned 
different fashion specialists in different sections, not just designers, writers, photographers, everything. Um, and yeah, thanks for tuning in. And again, thanks for thank you guys. So like, yeah. This is a good <laughs> space that you. We're have trying some shit. We're trying something well, new. So I wish yeah. you guys all the best as well. Thank you. And I'm, I'm, I always wanted to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's now you're on a podcast. Like, I to a lot of podcasts. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like and share. <laughs> like and share. <laughs> Literally, but yeah, I think it's. Thank you.